Welcome to the Kid Men Podcast with Dr. Val and Dr. Virginia, where we talk about everything Kid Men. And pull back the curtain on some of the surprises and challenges in children's ministry that nobody prepares you for. I'm Dr. Val, and together we have over 45 years of experience in children's ministry. I'm Dr. Virginia. Valerie and I met over 10 years ago in our doctoral program at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. We are excited to share with you all the great stuff that we have picked up over the years. We want to minister to you, the children's minister. Welcome, friends. We are just so grateful that you've taken time to join us today. Dr. Virginia and I have had quite the month of January. <laughs> yes, yes. Part of February. Um, I don't know yeah. about you, Dr. Virginia, but 2024 is not starting out like I expected it to. Right, right. Kind of a roller coaster, starting on a high of CPC and then surprises. Um, yes, <laughs> yes. That was fun. We, we went into January 2024 having the opportunity to lead a couple of conferences at the Children's Pastors Conference. You know, we, we if you uh, kind of didn't catch those episodes, we talked about it a little bit and then we actually did an episode from... Um, where we were attending the conference. And so we were just really excited. And I will tell you just from, for me, that was the first time to be able to speak in front of a group of live people in person since before the pandemic. So I was super excited about that week and it was just so encouraging and it was just uh, very inspiring for me and for us. Dr. Virginia and I spent a lot of time talking about Um, ways that we can serve you better and how we can find more opportunities to be able to help you in your ministries. And so we left Children's Pastors Conference very excited. Um, And then... (laughs) <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then life. Uh, yes, things got a little crazy after that. <laughs> yes, yes, and so, and you know, at least on on my end, it was good, crazy, and and you know, less than good, crazy. I don't know. I don't want to say bad, bad, but you know, it um, it was sort of like, yeah, January just ended up for me personally just being like a jam-packed month. Coming out of a jam-packed December, right. going into a jam-packed, you know, January with CPC and with our um, big, you know, twice a year annual planning for our church staff. Um, we had guests in, which was wonderful, but they, you know, from out of the country and come to the U.S. once a year and that, but that was, you know, super fun to see them. And then, my kids just got on this revolving door of like sickness that we just like couldn't get out of. And so, yeah, so it just ended up being very, very overwhelming. (laughs) So, well, and that was what, when we were actually, my husband went with us to uh, the children's pastors conference Um, because uh, you guys know, you've heard me say before, we're huge Disney fans. And so for him to have the opportunity to hang out at Disney while we were speaking at the conference, while we were at the conference, (laughs) meant a lot to him. So, uh, but he actually, several years ago, he had hip replacement surgery because he had a congenital hip defect. And so they ended up having to do a hip replacement. And he's had some issues with it over the years. And while we were at the Children's Pastors Conference, he started having some pain in his knee. He thought that he had maybe torn something in his knee, done something like that. 
And over the next week, the pain just got worse and was causing more issues. And so we went to his doctor and we found out that his hip replacement has broken. Um, apparently oh, wow. there's some sort of defect in the metal or something. They're not sure yet. They'll find out more once they, they remove it. And so on Friday, we are headed to Nashville mm -hmm. for hip replacement surgery again. And hip replacement so, replacement. Hip replacement replacement. Yeah. So no. it's, it's, it's going to be complicated and we're not exactly sure what it's going to entail. Um, it, mm -hmm. it, it may be that he gets to come home um, next week and he'll recover here and do his physical therapy here at home. But there's also a small possibility that he might have to stay in Nashville in sort of like a rehab facility if they have to do some cutting that they are not expecting to do, but they might. So it's one of those things where we don't quite know what's going to happen or what the mm -hmm. next six to eight weeks of our lives are going to look like. Yeah. Um, but it was very unexpected. Like I said, we kind of just went in thinking he'd tweaked something in his knee and then found out that it was actually the hip that was radiating oh. pain down into his leg. So um, it's been an interesting week trying to figure out all the things we have to figure out because, you know, you guys know, I, I take care of my 92 year old mom. And so we have to kind of figure out how we're going to manage that along with being in Nashville for a little while. And mm -hmm. so it's brought some challenges. And so the week kind of got away from Virginia and I both. And we, we didn't, we <laughs> yeah. had, we have four great episodes that we are getting ready to record. <laughs> And we just have not had time no, to be able to do it. No. But we had this really short window this morning yes. that we thought that we would just mm -hmm. come on and maybe give you a little bit of encouragement and let you know how we are surviving yeah. the stress that we've been going through for the last couple of weeks. And also let you know that we're not quite sure if there may not be episodes for the next couple of weeks. We're going to have to kind mm -hmm. of wait and see after Friday and we'll give you an update after that. But, um, but we're hoping that we'll be able just to jump back in next week and record and, and do all the things, but we're not quite sure right now. <laughs> right. Right. And just, you know, yeah, to share with you guys some encouragement, you know, that the Lord has given us in this season and also just to ask you, you know, to be praying for us. Um, you know, as Valerie mentioned, I mean, at CPC, we had, you know, spent a lot of time meeting together talking about like, okay, what do we want to do next? Like, what do right. we, you know, what, what does the Lord have for this? What, how, just like what you said, how can we better minister to people? And so just to have those thoughts and those plans. So just like immediately derailed by like everything in both of our lives. It's right. like, Oh Jesus. <laughs> oh Lord. Like, oh, yeah, you know, but the Lord makes a way yes. through all those things. Um, and so he will, he will for us and he will for our future projects. And so, right. yeah, he really yeah. does. I, I was telling Virginia, I started a new Bible study last week and it was, it uh, literally, it was like the day after we found out about all of this with this is hip and everything that was going on. And I was, was, you know, working through the study for that day and it was taking us to Job 38 and kind of working through that particular chapter. And I was telling Virginia, it was just so encouraging to me at that moment, because there was this frustration of, wow, we had all of these plans, all of these things that we were going to do. 
And now I kind of don't know what the next couple of weeks are going to look like or, or what, what I'm going to be able to do. And I was so frustrated and it, it was bringing me to that point of being able to say, oh, Lord, I don't understand, you know, why mm -hmm. is this happening when we were so excited and so ready and so, you know, going forward. And it was just sort of this sense of, you know, because in, in Job 38, we've had, you know, Job that's gone through all of this pain and suffering and, you know, and, and he's tried to be faithful, but he's had these moments of saying, God, I don't understand. And, and why is this happening? And he has friends that are just so not helpful, helpful <laughs> in the way that they are like uh... trying to encourage him in the most frustrating ways possible. <laughs> and then you have Elihu who, who kind of comes in and gives a little bit of a voice of reason. But then you have God speaking to Job through the whirlwind and where he just says, where were you at the foundations of the earth? Where were you when I did this and this? And it just goes through all of the power and the majesty and the wonder of God, his omnipotence and how he is all powerful and how he knows because he's saying who, kind of who are you to question because were you there when I did all of these things? Right. And it was this wonderful moment of reminding myself that, you know what, God is in control. He sees the big picture. So even when I have those moments of, oh my goodness, what's happening right now? And why is this happening? And what do I need to do next? Where it's just sort of, it was just that moment of God saying, you know what? I, I've been here from the beginning mm -hmm. and I have done all of these miraculous things and you just need to trust that I know what's best and know mm -hmm. that he is going to be faithful and he is going to be with us no matter what we face and what we do and that we just do the next right thing that we just take amen. the next step amen amen well and that ties really well with um what i was going to share this is something also recently from from my um personal bible study time this is in hebrews 12 um verses 3 through 13 i'm just gonna read it all all right um for consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself so that you won't grow weary and give up. In struggling against sin, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding your blood. And you have forgotten the exhortation that addresses you as sons. My son, do not take the Lord's discipline lightly or lose heart when you are reproved by him. For the Lord disciplines the one he loves and punishes every son he receives. Endure suffering as discipline. God is dealing with you as sons. For what son is there that a father does not discipline? If you are without discipline, which all receive, then you are illegitimate children and not sons. Furthermore, we had human fathers discipline us and we respected them. Shouldn't we submit even more to the father of spirits and live? For they disciplined us for a short time based on what seemed good to them. But he does it for our benefit so that we can share in his holiness. No discipline seems enjoyable at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Therefore, strengthen your tired hands and weakened knees and make straight paths for your feet so that what is lame may not be dislocated, but healed instead. And so, you know, the Lord just brought that passage to me just as such of an encouragement because it's sort of like, oh, it's like when everything <laughs> is not going how you want it to go. Oh, yeah. It's so easy to be like, oh, I just want to like get frustrated and give up, um, you know, but all this is written, you know, so we won't grow weary and we won't give up and to endure suffering as discipline. 
Um, you know, and, and we've talked about this before that, you know, discipline and disciple, those come from the same root word right. of teaching. And so, you know, whenever scripture talks about enduring suffering as discipline, endure suffering as teaching, mm -hmm. there is something that God is teaching in difficult seasons. Right. Um, you know, it says that, that, um, you know, that, that no discipline seems enjoyable at the time, but painful later on, however, it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it, yeah. you know? And so it's easy in difficult situations to be like, Oh, Jesus, yeah. <laughs> what do I do? I give up. <laughs> yes. Yes. But Lord, may I be disciplined mm -hmm. and intentional to, to be trained by this situation um, and to be open to whatever it is that the Lord is teaching through this, right? right. Um, you know, because mm -hmm. through that he can, you know, strengthen our tired hands and our weakened knees and he will make our paths straight. Right. Um, and so, so looking at difficulties through the lens of, you know, what, what is it that I am here to learn from this? And we saw where Job right. and all of his difficulties and oh, yeah. just overwhelming um, heartbreak and everything he went through. I mean, he learned about, like you said, God's omnipotence and his uh -huh. omniscience that he knows everything. He can do anything. Right. And so, you know, he learned about the character of God in a much more profound way um, oh, yeah. than he, you know would have otherwise. So, Oh, for sure. Well, and so I think that, that is he is, and I think that what happens, or at least this is what I've been learning because honestly, we have, we have had just one crisis after the other, after the other for the last few years, honestly, it's the longest period of like constant mm -hmm. crisis that I think our family has had. And so there's been a lot of times for me over these last few years where I have said kind of like, I don't quite understand what's happening. I don't quite understand. And what I tend to do is I get so overwhelmed by the crisis. I tend to become very hyper-focused in one space. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I get so overwhelmed that my brain kind of shuts down and I, I just want to survive. And I think one of the things that I realized over these last few months, as I've been really trying to dig more into scripture and the truth, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. I do let the lies take over my brain. Why is this mm -hmm. happening? I can't do this. This is overwhelming. You know, I, I, I get that mm -hmm. in my head mm -hmm. yeah. and I forget the truth of what God's word mm -hmm. is. And so I've really been trying to be more intentional lately of going to God's word and reading what's mm -hmm. true when I feel overwhelmed so that I don't let the mm -hmm. lies get into my head so much. Mm -hmm. But I think that all through that, I've also learned that sometimes I get so overwhelmed by the crisis that I don't take the time to see what I can learn from it. Mm -hmm. And so really trying to slow my brain down in the middle of this and say, okay, Lord, what do you have to teach me today through this? And really digging into his word and digging into what he has for me, as opposed to getting so overwhelmed with the crisis that I can't think about anything else, or I let those lies overwhelm my brain, which is what I feel like I've done over the years, especially lately, is that I just let myself get overwhelmed and I kind of shut down. And so it's really 
getting myself back into God's word when I have those feelings so that I can read his truth and realize he is sovereign and he is in control and he does love me and he is there for me and he promises he won't leave me or forsake me. And I can just hold on to those truths. And that helps me to be able, you know, to, to look at these things, not just to live through them, Mm. but to learn through them. Amen. And it's like, and I know with my personality, I tend to be like a very introspective person. And so Mm -hmm. it's like, sometimes I think if I just, I mean, I don't think this consciously, but it's like, if I just think about this enough, I can like think my way like to Uh a solution. Right. So sometimes I just have to stop myself and be like, okay, like I, I can't think my way to this solution. Like I can ruminate on this, but ultimately like, that's not, that's not what I need. That's not how I'm going to arrive at the solution. Like I just have to like prayerfully give this to God. And just like what you said, like take the next right step, whatever that is, Mm -hmm. Um, whatever that is for this day, this hour, this moment, do that next right step and prayerfully just commit it all to God. And so And so, yeah, so it's definitely easy for me to try to find my own solutions and think that I can figure it out. Um, But it's such a good reminder that that the Lord sees everything. Mm -hmm. The Lord sees everything. Right. All the things, the tiny sliver of things that I can see Mm -hmm. and the big, enormous picture that I can't see. Right. And so I just have to trust that whatever the next right step is, even if it doesn't make sense, even if I can't see the whole picture, like that's what I'm going to do. Right. And I'm just going to keep doing that next right thing. So, well, and I think that that can, that that's a a great reminder for us in ministry in general, because I, Mm -hmm. I do believe that with preschool and children's ministry, we are we end up in crisis management so much more than even a lot of other ministries in the church yes. might do yes. because we have yes. such a wide variety of people that we're ministering to because we are ministering to the children, but also their parents. And also, mm-hmm. you know, the way that like things that happen in their grandparents' life affects them. Mm-hmm. And and so there's, there's constant, and because we're working with volunteers that have mm-hmm. lives and have things that they yeah. have that happen. So we are constantly managing, you know, crisis after crisis because, you know, we get those mm-hmm. phone calls on Sunday mornings or on Wednesday afternoons. And yeah. so we're constantly having to kind of scramble. And I think it's really easy to get caught up in those moments so much that mm-hmm. we aren't taking the time to kind of take that step back to remind ourselves that God is sovereign and that God is in Amen. control and that he loves us because it's, and I think that's why burnout in children's ministry mm-hmm. can happen so quickly because we do, we're, we're constantly dealing with the crisis situations. And so right, I right. think that for our own, for our own self-protection, but also for our ministry's protection, we have to mm-hmm. take that time to get into his word and take that time Amen. to take a step back and to put things in his hands and to kind of say, okay, what can I learn from this? How can I learn from this? How can I use this situation to help teach my kids and, and teach my families? And, mm-hmm. and so it, it is overwhelming because it's constant that <laughs> God is faithful and he's there. Amen. And so it's just, that's just sort of where I've had to remind myself of, mm-hmm. of late, especially just that God is in control and that he can take every situation and turn it into his plan and his purpose. And so it's just, um, it's just getting that deep breath 
<laughs> and taking things one step at a time and just remembering God's sovereignty. And and I think now, I think for this week, I'm probably going to be asking myself that question a lot. Where mm. were you at the foundation of the earth? <laughs> just so that I can remind myself uh, that yes, God is in yes. control and I am not. And Amen. so um, nothing that I do is going to thwart his plan. He is, is you know, he is, is in control. And so, Amen. yeah. So we said all of this just to let you know <laughs> that we don't know exactly what's going to be happening yeah. over the next couple of weeks, uh, mm-hmm. but know that we are thinking of you and we are praying for you and we are, are looking for ways that we can minister to you more. So we have some great episodes that we are going to get recorded and we're going to get out there for you. It just might take us a couple of weeks to get going with it um, so that we can get that material out to you. But we're looking forward um, to spending time talking about preschoolers and children. And we're looking forward to being able to try to help you more in your ministry. We are just so thankful for you. I, I, I don't even have the words to say, just getting to meet so many of you at Children's Pastors Conference. We had so many people that said, oh, we listened to your podcast and that walked up and, and introduced themselves to us. And, and so you have just been such an encouragement and such a bright spot for us. We are so thankful that God gave us that first week of January to be able <laughs> yeah, to be so amen. encouraged and have so much joy in mm-hmm. being able to spend time with you. Um, so we loved that so much. Um, and that's given us the excitement and the energy and just the encouragement to push forward, no matter what we're kind of dealing with in our own lives right now. And so we are appreciative of you. Um, hopefully this next couple of weeks, if we aren't able to get out some new information for you, you can take some time to go back and listen to some of our other podcasts that we've recorded and that we posted. You might be able to be reminded of something that you need a little bit more information on or maybe catch an episode that you missed in the past. And we would like it so much if you could like and subscribe and all the things for us. Um, because like I said, this is not us, you know, saying that that we are done by any means. We're just letting <laughs> you know that we are just going to be needing a couple of weeks to get yeah. our ducks back in the row. Yeah. And yeah. Um, and then we will be back to to sharing more information with you. Um, We thank you so much for being here. We thank you for taking time to spend with us. And we look forward to talking to you again really soon. (laughs) Bye-bye.